Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is July 9th, 2022. Today's song recommendation is I Will Follow by Chris Tomlin. I hope you look up the song with lyrics and sing it to God's ears. We will only follow God, will we not? That is my, that is in my bio. <laughs> I will follow God, not the people. This song is a very powerful song. I have, I don't have it on my iPod, but God put this song on my heart today to go along with this podcast. Today's scripture will be found in Galatians chapter 1, and I will read chapter 1 today. It's been a while since I've been on. I've had a lot going on in my personal life with just a lot of illnesses and just things like that. I think a lot of people are going through a lot of hardships in one way or another. This is just the the time where I think God says these Hardships are being allowed to strengthen you, to strengthen us, to be better followers of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I've said that in other podcasts where it is okay to have a hardship no matter how big, no matter how small, because each one will get us closer and closer to the Lord God Almighty. No one can have, no one can know the Lord well enough. If you think you do, then you, you, you have a lot to learn because God is too big for us to ever know the depths of our Lord. He, we're not meant to know everything about him. Otherwise, we, we would be a Satan person type person that wants to be equal with God. Our goal is never to be equal with God, but to keep knowing him more and more. So we never hear the words, truly, truly, I never knew you from the Lord. We don't ever want to hear him say that. It's a, it's a relationship between, for instance, me and the Lord and how much I want to grow my relationship with the Lord. The more I grow my relationship with the Lord, the closer he gets to me, the, the more he reveals of himself. And that will be the same for anybody else. This is not limited to a new believer or a believer that's believed for a long time. We keep growing our relationship until he calls us home or until he returns and, and raptures us to him where we meet him on the cloud. So we need to always want to grow through every trial, tribulation, and test. And, it, and they're hard. Mine have been very hard. I currently have rib pain. I had COVID in June, and I coughed so much. I developed rib pain, first on my left side, now on my right side. I'm still suffering from that. It's another, <laughs> it's another hardship physical hardship, but I will see what the Lord has in store each time. I've had two people, one say, and this person has been given a very, very 
severe test. It's a cancer and a tumor that is really a hard ship. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that are having similar hardships. And this person said, this is what it took. This is what it took. Because I said, well, it's a really hard hardship that he gave you. And he said, well, or she said, I'm not going to reveal. This is what it took to get my attention. And then recently I've talked to someone else who lost his wife. And I said, the Lord Almighty is the only one that can help you through this. And he said, well, that's up to the Lord. No, he didn't say the Lord. He said, that's up to him. And I said, but if he knocks, you need to open the door. It's a, it's a relationship. I hope you open the door when he knocks. Anyway, he didn't say anything, but I said, I'm going to keep you in prayer. And he says, well, I could use all the help I can get. So I've got this man lifted up in prayer. We all are getting in different things, but we just need to just press on. He doesn't ever give us more than we can handle. He promises that. You know, it feels like we can't handle anymore. But we can handle it because we handle it in each day into the next day. We handle it that day. Each day we handle it. It just depends on how well we use our time during the day. What is our response to the Lord in the day? Will we be mad or will we rejoice? Because ultimately we will go to Him if we know Him and have accepted if we let the Father know that we have accepted His Son, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior, we profess it with our mouth and we believe it in our heart that God rose Him on the third day and He is resurrected and He now sits at the right hand of the Father. If you believe that, you're in good shape. But you have to believe. It can't be a myth to you. Or maybe He did. Or do I really believe? You have to believe and the more you the more you have your relationship with the Lord the Holy Spirit's job is to lead us into all truth and Jesus Christ is the truth he's the way the truth and the life he will lead you into the truth of believing in the Son okay so scripture is in Galatians chapter 1 so I'll go there I do want to say you want to lift these two individuals with these two different stories up in prayer. One has terminal brain cancer. The other one has lost his wife. Why don't I just lead us into prayer before we get into scripture, Lord? Dear Father, we... We lift everyone that is going through hardships, big and small. We don't, know, we don't need to know their names. We don't need to reveal their names sometimes. You know who they are. And we lift them up in our private time and in, in this prayer. We lift everyone up. Because naturally we're, lift, we're saying people's names to you when we're, when we're praying privately to you in our rooms in private. 
But we lift all of our circumstances up to you today, Father, that you deliver us from evil and that you hear our prayer and that you work, do your good, good work in, in these two individuals and to all the people that are listening today for all their pleas and petitions and prayers, that you answer our prayers and you give us the desires of our heart. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Galatians chapter 1. The Apostle Paul wrote this. And he was a Gentile. He was very, very into the, the Judea, Judaism faith. They don't believe the Son of God is Jesus Christ, the, the Judaizers. They do not believe. They, haven't, they don't believe that, he, that Jesus was the one. And so they are lost. I hope to reach one of you today through Paul's story. Because Jesus Christ appeared to him on the road to Damascus and said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Why are you persecuting me? And he had an instant conversion. This is, his, this is part of his story in Galatians. He writes a lot of the books in the Bible in the New Testament. So this is his book that he wrote with the power of the Holy Spirit guiding him. All of the, whole, all of the Holy Bible is inspired by the Holy Spirit of God, who is God. He's the third person of the Trinity. Only because the Father is revealed first to us in the Holy Scriptures, and then the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. It doesn't make the Holy Spirit less God or, or, or at the bottom of the, the Godhead because He's least. No, they're all equal because they're one God. So here we go. If you want to pull your Bibles out to Galatians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle not sent from men, nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren who are with me. To the churches of Galatia, he writes. I want to pause there because in, in the introduction, I said you must believe that God the Father, who raised him from the dead, he raised Jesus Christ, the Son, from the dead. You must believe that. There lies your faith. There lies your salvation. There lies your eternity in heaven. If you don't believe that, you're not getting into heaven. You have to believe in the Son and all that he did because that was a sacrificial death for you and for me. The Father sacrificed his Son for you and for me. Verse 3. Grace to you in peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forevermore. Amen. Pause. Amen. Jesus Christ gave himself up for our sins so that he might 
rescue us from this present evil age. He might rescue you if you believe in him. But in end times, even the ones that believe in him fall away. Pray each day that that's not you. I do. I pray each day that that is not me. I don't want to fall away. I don't want to be tricked by Satan and all of his shenanigans ever. We must remain in our firm foundation, deeply rooted, deeply rooted on the rock. The rock is Jesus Christ. So when troubles come our way, we're not, we're not flip-flopping around and falling off. God, God says our houses will fall if we're not solid, we're not firmly planted on the rock, Jesus Christ. So if you're, if you're standing in sinking sand, not a solid foundation, deeply rooted in the Lord, Jesus Christ, when the troubles of this world hit you, you're going to just be like a, you're just going to blow, blow here and there and everywhere and, and, and follow all the people. You're going to follow what the people are doing, and you're not going to follow what the Lord Jesus Christ is telling you to do. We must remain in the Word of God to know what He says is right and wrong. We must do that. We cannot follow the ways of the people. We not, cannot follow the people that are saying that sin is not sin. There are two sins right now that are, that are on the world stage that the world wants to say is not a sin. And that is sexual immorality and, ab and aborting babies. Both, one, God is clear on sexual immorality. If you don't turn and repent from those, from that, you will not be saved. He'll leave you in that. But he will save you if you repent and turn to him and keep repenting. Abortion is murder. Jesus Christ himself, when he came down, was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit in the Virgin Mary. He was conceived. He was a human at conception. And if Mary, being an unwed mother, had tried and tried and tried to abort because it was, you know, she was the talk of the town, it is murder. Each scenario that people are playing out, well, it's okay if this happens. It's okay if that happens to kill the baby. No, only God can take a life, bring it into life, bring it into being, and then take it. Only God can decide that. Only God. And if you've aborted a baby and are repenting and feel really bad, you are saved. But if you're considering that or are on the side of that, get into God's word. Murder, thou shalt not murder, is one of the, t the Ten Commandments. So get in the word of God so, he, so you can follow him and not the people. He is right. He is righteous. His word will remain forever. 
Nobody can change it. This, this Holy Bible has been in existence for 2,000 years. For, for longer, excuse me. The Holy Testament for 2,000 years. The, all the prophets from, from when time began, when Moses wrote the first five books, and all the prophets after them, after him, it's all written in the Old Testament. So this book has been around forever. Nobody can ever get rid of it because God's word is eternal. Okay, so here we go. Verse 6, the perversion of the gospel. I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is really not another. Only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. Pause. This is where I'm saying that there are people trying to teach you differently from what is actually in the Holy Bible. Are you sure that the Bible says that sexual immorality is not a sin? Where is that found in the New Testament? People are really trying to get, they're trying to change God's word and they're preaching different, a different message from what is actually in the gospel of the Lord. God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and his word is eternal from beginning to end, from Genesis to Revelation. So in order to know what God wants from us, we need to start at the beginning when he created man and read Revelation when he says he's returning. Nothing, he has not changed it. He said anybody who tries to change it, it's not going to fare well for that person. So there are a lot of people that are trying to change it to what their itching ears want to hear. So that is why I say I will never follow the people. The people that are, that are confused. There are, of course, a lot of people that know the truth according to God's word. But I'm still not going to follow anybody. I'm going to follow God. I'm going to follow him only. And because I have chosen to follow the Lord of ages forever, and ever and ever until I am in eternity with him. He, he wants us to pick a side. Who are you following? You can't follow both. You can't have one foot with the people and one foot with the Lord and believe what the people say and what the Lord is saying and only choosing to believe a little things, a few things that the Lord is saying, but believing such, believing sin that the people are telling you is okay. It's not a sin. I'm going to always tell you the truth on this podcast. I am always going to tell you the truth according to God's word. I won't be wishy-washy because the Jesus Christ was not wishy-washy. The Holy Spirit is not wishy-washy. I'm sure he's convicting a lot of people. Because that's his job. Verse 10. Oh, before I go there, in verse 8, he says, he's even 
including an angel from heaven who is preaching a different gospel. If you read the Old Testament, a lot of the angels, including the angel of God, the angel of the Lord, they look human. We don't know when a demonic spirit of God is in human form speaking. That's why we can't trust the people. Because the angels have the ability to look like a man or a woman. But I think they're all, I don't know. It doesn't ever say anything about a woman being an angel. So I can't say that. I, I can only say, according to scripture, that when God, God allows the angel to look like a man. Like in Sodom and Gomorrah. Two angels went to Lot's house. And they looked like men. They walked to Lot's house. And all the men, old and young, doesn't say some of them, all the men wanted to have sex with the two men that Lot had led in his house. And those two men were angels. Good angels. They had just been with the angel of the Lord, with Jesus Christ, before he was reincarnated he was he before he came down to be born he was and is and is to come he was walking with Abraham with the two other angels they were all three with Abraham the Lord stayed with Abraham while the two angels walked to Lot's house and if you want to read the story of Lot in Genesis please do so the Lord couldn't find five righteous people. So, he destroyed those cities because of sexual immorality. So you can't, you, you just don't know who's, who's an authority right now that's an actual demonic, in, demonic person that looks like a human being. He, there's no way of knowing who you're listening. You don't know there might be somebody in your ear that's an actual demon. We just can't know. Verse 10. For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Pause. Who are you seeking to serve today? Men or God? I am serving God. I will always serve God. I am not seeking the favor of men. So if you're on here listening, I'm not seeking the favor of men. And their foolish ideas leading me astray. I won't listen. I will only listen to God. I hope that you out there that are listening will do the very same thing. Because we've got to decide. In Revelation it says, and I'm not reading it directly from Scripture, Jesus Christ himself, when he, when he appears to the Apostle John, he says, choose if you're, if you're cold or hot, cold for Christ or hot for Christ, pick one. But if you're anywhere in between lukewarm, he's going to spit you out. 
So it's crucial that you decide who you're serving. In Joshua, the book of Joshua, it says, choose today who you are going to serve. Who are you going to serve today? Pick a side. So let's continue. Paul defends his ministry. Verse 11. For I would have you know, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. Pause. Paul is saying right there that his gospel is not, he wasn't taught it by man. He was taught it by God. He was taught it by Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Pause. I want to go back and just remind people these podcasts are not rehearsed. I may fumble my words. I don't know if I said reincarnated earlier. I'm really tired. Jesus Christ was not he was God in the beginning. He created the heavens and the earth. And then he came to be born of the flesh. He is the incarnate Christ in the New Testament when he came. But in the revelation of Jesus Christ, he's already died on the cross for our sins. He's already been raised from the dead on the third day. He's already spent time with the apostles here and there for the 40 days that he remained in the on earth before he was before he ascended back into heaven and he now sits at the right hand of the Father. So he appeared. The resurrected Christ appeared. To Paul. Verse 13. For you have heard of my former manner of life in Judaism. How I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure and try to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries among my countrymen. Being more extremely zealous for my ancestral traditions. But when God who had set me apart even from my mother's womb and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately consult with flesh and blood, nor did I go to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went away to Arabia and returned once more to Damascus. Then three years later I went up to Jerusalem to be acquainted with Cephas, and stayed with him fifteen days. But it, I did not see any other of the apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now in what I am writing to you, I assure you before God that I am not lying. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia. I was still unknown by sight to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But only they kept hearing 
He who once persecuted us is now preaching the faith which he once tried to destroy. And they were glorifying God because of me. Pause. That's the end of chapter 1. So the Apostle Paul, used his name used to be Saul, but Jesus Christ, the resurrected Christ, renamed him. There's power in the name because he gave, gives him new birth. He was Saul and Jesus Christ renames him Paul. Now, Paul is a believer in Christ. Saul was advancing in his Judaism, which is a false religion. And he's saying he was in a higher position than most in Judaism. He, was, he studied it and studied it. He was well-versed in not believing in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. But he said in here, he was set apart in his mother's womb and was called to reveal. He said, But when God, who had set me apart even from my mother's womb and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so I might preach him among the Gentiles. Once we believe in the Son, we become a new creation, as Paul did and then now we can preach the truth to people. We, might, we don't even need to know very much. I'm not claiming to know everything. Like I said in the beginning, God is too... He's God. Nobody can fully know Him, the mind of God. Nobody. But He will reveal His Son to us. By the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy, that's the Holy Spirit's job to reveal the Son to us. And once, but the Holy Spirit isn't going to do that until you profess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that He resurrected on the third day. Then the Holy Spirit will start convicting you. And I might not have pronounced some of these cities correct so I apologize for that and let's see he did not go and see Cephas there's another Cephas was renamed to Peter again the Lord changes names the, the great apostle Peter the leader of the apostles was born Cephas but Jesus Christ, before he died on the cross, renamed him Peter. But Paul uses Cephas in here. He did not even he didn't even go to the great apostle Peter until three years. He didn't go right there. And he wasn't even known to the uh, church, the churches of Judea. Now, there were churches of Judea that believed in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Of course, the apostles did. They were Jews, and they, did, they believed in, the, in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. But there are, they had a lot of, it was one big fight with the Judaizers that did not believe. And it's still a big fight today. 
But God saved Paul so he could preach the word to the non-Jews, which I'm not a Jew. So his message is to me and to anybody out there that, including Jews, that believe in the Son, Jesus Christ. Because there, there are many Judaizers like Paul, the Apostle Paul, that now believe. And all races now believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So these people from the Church of Judea, they had just heard that Paul was now preaching the faith and not persecuting the faith. Because again, remember when I said that the Lord said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So just to go into my thoughts a little bit, I'm glad we had a, a, a prayer in the beginning to pray for all the people that are being, that are going through hardships. I hope this message reaches someone. It's not my goal to ever condemn anybody or judge anybody because I am not the judge. The judge is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He has been given dominion over all. He's the one that will judge you. Only Him. It's my job to, help, to draw people into the Word of God so people know the truth of what God is saying, not the people. It's time, people, to get under the Word of God, to learn right from wrong. You're never going to get the truth from the people. You, you, you just, you're not. It might not even be the preacher that you're listening to that is teaching the truth. You have to find somebody that isn't going to stray away from the Word of God, that isn't afraid to tell you the truth according to God and the scriptures found in the Holy Bible. I am not striving to be a people pleaser. I want to be a bond servant to the Lord and I want to follow his lead and, and I want to make sure that he tells me what I need to do. I want him to inspire these messages so I can in inspire you. It's important to also note when we read that the Apostle Paul says that he was set apart even from my mother's womb and called me through his grace. It's important to note that because you out there that are considering abortion and listening to the people that they're telling you that it's not a sin, how do you not know? How do you, you can't know if your child that you're carrying has been set apart by God to preach God's word. He is the only one that can take a life. 
Otherwise, you're, you're trying to be God. You're the God of your life. It's really, these are, these are tough subjects, topics to talk about. I'm just trying to have you look and read and follow God's word and what God's decision would would be if you consult with the with the counselor God almighty is our counselor so don't follow the people follow God only and what God wants for your life go back and reread Galatians chapter 1 and learn God's truth forgot to name today's podcast Today's title is Don't Follow the People, Follow God Only. That's the name of today's podcast. And just really ask yourself the question, are you seeking the favor of men or of God? Are you seeking the favor of men or of God. And because this is my podcast, I'm going to go ahead and change today's message to just that. Are you seeking the favor of men or of God? Hopefully that will grab some people's attention and they will listen to today's podcast. Again, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, He has been given dominion over all he is the one judging he will judge everyone whether you believe or don't believe you're not going to have a choice in the matter you are not going to have a choice in the matter I will give you the song again which is the song recommendation is I Will Follow by Chris Tomlin I believe I said earlier that I don't have it on my iPod I meant on my iPhone, on my playlist. I apologize for any background noise. If you're new to, uh, well, I'd like you to follow me on Podbean. (laughs) If If you'd like to follow, I'd appreciate your support. But I apologize for the noise, any background noise. I just use my iPhone and my earbuds. That's the only the only setup I have for now. I hope to improve that in the future. Much love to all. All the glory to God. I'll try to come on as soon as possible with another encouraging message from the Word of God, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord of all, Lord of all creation. Until next time, bye. Sometimes I do this. I come back out on for just one one more thing. So I just wanted to be clear that according to God's word, sexual immorality and murder, even by abortion, are both sins. But anybody and everybody can repent, believe in the Son and all that he did, and repent from their sins and be saved and repent means to turn away from sin if you don't know what a sin is 
and how can you ever repent of it? So I just wanted to add that. And I, of course, I mentioned earlier that I do fumble my words. I might not have pronounced the Apostle Peter's name, Cephas, Cephas. I'm just not sure. Uh, I will figure that out on how to pronounce his name. But Cephas is Peter. So, and that's it. I hope everybody has a great day. Until next time. Much love to all. All the glory to God. Bye.